0: Entrepreneur, author, and financial consultant Mark Bernstein helps high-performing entrepreneurial business owners create a vision for the future and follow through on their goals and intentions. Ange Honorato is a business growth strategist who blends psychology and business together to create conscious leaders and business owners who impact the world. Founders Forum is a radio show podcast sharing the real stories behind entrepreneurship as founders discover more about themselves while providing valuable lessons and some fun and entertainment for you. Now, here's Mark and Ange.
1: Good morning, America. Here we are at WWDB-AM radio stations, Ballack-Inwood, just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on a what's becoming a lovely day. It was cloudier earlier this morning. And I have Ange Onorato on by Zoom today. We can talk about that a little bit while we're on Zoom. And we have a very special guest here and guests because she brought along her PR person, which I'll mention in a moment too. So I like to start out with an idea or a quote or something that's happened in current events, but today it's quote day. And this is a quote from Napoleon Hill, who you could say, I guess, is the father of the modern success movement in America Going back to the early 1900s and tracking the original masterminds of people like um, Thomas Edison and um, uh, Mr. Firestone. I just forgot his first name. And I believe Henry Ford. Anyway, um, the quote is, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand. So, Ange, what do you think about that one? And then we're going to ask well, Dr. Terry, yeah, Webb, our guest. I,
2: I love the fact that um, that you're bringing up this quote today for a couple of reasons. You know, one, I think it's just an important it's important topic for a lot of reasons. You know, we, we can't think, oh, I'm, I'm too small, I'm too big, I'm too old, I'm too young. Um, you know, you just have to get up and get started. That's what we're, we're kind of put on on earth here to do. But the chuckle part is, you know, the standing part, which the reason I'm on Zoom today. Yeah, is, where are you standing you know, today,
1: Ange? That's what I need to <laughs> Well, say.
2: I'm actually not standing and that's kind of the problem. I I'm I'm shouldn't
1: be laughing. I'm sorry.
2: I've got a pretty bad back and hip sciatica or some kind of major, major pain thing going on today. So not not my best day and certainly not one I want to, kind of remember about. But um yeah, I think it's uh it's great to be here today and I'm absolutely disappointed that I'm not in studio with our amazing guest today, but looking forward to this conversation.
1: Ange, as I said to you, my my real life wife is going through similar things today. And um as I say to her, this too shall pass, right? <laughs> so
2: yeah, your work your work wife and your and your home life wife we're we're down for the count right now. I don't know, maybe there's a common denominator, Mark. I don't know. Well, there there are other
1: common denominators we can talk about that some other time, but but anyway, I I'm I'm praying and thinking of you both and wishing for your healing. Thank um you. so today we have as our guest Dr. Terry Webb and I'll do a formal introduction in a minute. But what's your thought on that quote? Do not wait the time will never be just right. Start where you stand.
3: Well, every day I wake up and I said, what can I do today to make a difference? And uh, wake can make a difference to make the world a little bit better place.
1: That's wonderful. So every day is a time that you're not waiting. Every time, every day is just right and where you stand. So... Before I tell you much more, because I have a press release done by Chris Parsons, so Chris is also here at Parsons PR. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. And I'm going to read you a little bit of that, but it starts out with 90-year-old author to focus on directly helping families, neighborhoods, and countries deal with addiction issues. So Dr. Terry Webb is 90 years young, and I can attest <laughs> to her youth and her based on her energy, and she is the founder of the organization called Global Outreach for Global... A global outreach for glo- uh, global outreach for addictions and learning,
3: for addiction leadership, and addiction,
1: learn lear- leadership and learning. I'm so sorry, I mangled it when I wrote it. Um, anyway, and that that goal of that organization has changed a little bit. And, and may I call you Terry? Yes, so I'll ask Terry a little bit about that. But in the meantime, Dr. Mary Teresa Webb, MED, PhD, is an internationally recognized author leader trainer with expertise in substance substance use and mental health disorders and their impact on families and nations. For more than 30 years, she has been writing and speaking on these issues globally. She is often called upon to lead training teams for prevention and treatments in Russia, Eastern European, East Africa, and Central American countries, and has been doing this for over the last 30 years. Dr. Webb has held a leadership role in the Mercer County Addiction Coalition as well as having founded Goal which I mentioned which is now called Global Addiction Recovery Partners or right and that's a project now located in Lancaster County Pennsylvania um, but now at age 90 91 yes she 91, just turned, 91. <laughs> she just turned 91 happy birthday i didn't realize <laughs> so 91 year old Dr. Terry Webb is making a career change So Trust Terry is our latest initiative to provide straight answers to questions about mental health and substance misuse issues. I want to ask you, Chris, about the brand. But before I do that, I do want to mention in our intro, we say this is about businesses and business founders. We need to correct that because it's also about nonprofits and nonprofit founders. And we've had several on already on the show. So it's not new to us. Um, my experience is that running a nonprofit is just like running a business, mm-hmm. except maybe with a slightly different mission, although many business missions have have similar missions to nonprofits. So um, I can give you countless examples of the challenges and the goals and the leadership in nonprofits that are just as powerful, if not more so, than, than uh, for-profit businesses. So I just wanted to mention that. So Chris, tell us about Trust Terry and how we got there.
4: Okay, sure. Um well, I met I met Terry and and I was fascinated that 91 she was looking to reinvent herself. I ha- I have to say she is one of my uh, more senior uh clients and and I was thrilled that she was like, "Chris, I want to do this. I need to focus." She has many talents, she has many directions, but what she wants to do in this part of her life is focus on helping people and finding helping people find a safe place where they can come and talk about their issues, and then she becomes a resource to get them the help they need. So, of course, in the world of marketing and branding, uh, as you know, Mark, it's lots of clutter, lots of information. So, you know, we had conversations, and what kept coming to mind is, well, I'm Terry. Trust Terry. You know, you can trust me. You can trust me to help you. You can trust me to keep your information confidential. I said, Terry, that's the brand trust Terry. So we created a logo. We created some swag. She's been handing out business cards to people in a way that people can now feel comfortable to come and talk to her. And at the moment, she is not charging anything for her
1: services. She
4: wants to give back as part of her mission.
1: That's wonderful. And we're going to ask Terry about her journey, but I do want to say that you handed for Ange and I a trust Terry business card, and it says for hope and help, and then gives her phone number and email address, which is pretty amazing. And a booklet called Healing Codependent Families. And I was talking to Terry, I don't, I'm going to stop talking and listen to her, but um, we had not too long ago, you may have heard the show with Mike Laverde of First Family Intervention, who's an introdu- introduction I want to make because I believe you can help each other. But this theme is not new to our show. So, with that, Terry, tell us about your journey. Um, how you got to doing what you're doing today.
3: Well, the journey started actually back in 1991 when I had an invitation to go. I had been to the former Soviet Union, um, and I had an invitation to go over and start recovery groups uh, for family members. And at the time, um, I was actually studying to be, I was in training to be a family counselor, so that sounded like a good idea. So I spent about 19 years in Russia helping to start programs, treatment programs, and uh, also recovery support groups, which are now doing very well. And then it kind of expanded from there. Uh, for a while, it was just under another organization. But I'm an entrepreneur, and I was already running a nonprofit organization, so I had to give up my nonprofit organization and uh, start on this j- a new journey, which was actually ended up uh, being a goal project. And uh, we've been in many different co- goal has been in many different countries, uh, with training teams, we do trainings. And I always do the family issues part, even in, in Egypt. I was part of a training program in Egypt through a group called Isaac. And um, we've, we've done this. And I thought, and I became an expert in the field of codependence. So so there was an interest in having something that could be passed out to people, which was very simple. So I put this little booklet together, and it's been now translated into Farsi for uh, an Iranian population. Mm. And it's very popular, still very popular. So I brought a couple of copies of the book. Thank but you. codependence in in families when when we call addiction a disease, we call it a medical disease, but it is also a biopsychosocial disease, and it affects the whole family. So it's the family members that I'm particularly interested in, and I've done a lot of training helping family members deal with the reality and not not be enablers. so it's really that's, it's
1: really amazing because I mentioned to you, so, as far as I know, in terms of rehabilitation centers, family first is one of the first in the country and you're on that same track which yeah, yeah. is why you should get together and it
3: used to be in treatment centers that there was a whole family family week process and that's been kind of going by, gone by the wayside because of insurance companies now addiction hits every age level and i'm now a senior and i i live in a senior center and i see the same issues only their medication issues, medication, prescription prescription Mm -hmm. medication issues, which doctors prescribe. Doctors don't know how to get them off. They don't know the proper referrals. I've worked with physicians. We always have a physician in our trainings, somebody who's part of the American Society of Addiction Medicine. So I thought, well, I have this information. I'm living in a senior center and I'm seeing all of these issues, the same issues that I've been dealing with. And how can I help? So um, and being part of the wisdom generation, I might say, uh, the wisdom generation is elders are revered in the countries that I've been in. When I go to a country such as East Africa or, or uh, Eastern Europe, I, I've got to have a Ph.D. because having a Ph.D. after your name is very important in those countries. And right. if you have a Ph.D. and you're elderly, you're revered. Mm. And, and so, OK, so what can I do with this? quote, wisdom that I have that has been generated over many and many many years too many years to count but uh, I thought well I can be a referral source
1: Well tell me if I'm wrong, but I think you're living in a place where wisdom is revered senior wisdom I believe yeah because I know there's a lot of there are thought leaders in that community which is pretty interesting. yeah
3: it's a very interesting uh, community to live in but I am discovering that they don't know anyth- anything about addiction. Or um, so, substance use disorders. We call it substance use disorders because it's not, just, uh, it's not just alcohol and illegal drugs. It's also medication issues. Right. And it's medication issues interactions.
1: I'm well aware of that. And I think that may be as big an issue, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 you, may, you would know better, as non-prescription drugs and, and alcohol. Yeah. You
3: know? It's alcohol. And it's usually, and there's a lot of heavy drinking among seniors. And they shouldn't be drinking any psychiatrist will tell you it's because of the medications they're on and their their bodily changes. So,
1: Well, listen, I know in the entertainment world, you know, where non-legal drugs are prolific for many years. But if you think about a lot of the big name deaths, Elvis, Michael Jackson, Prince, painkillers were the things that, you know, yes. in, in many cases that killed mm-hmm. them. Um, I do want to go back just for a second because you mentioned you had to give up your nonprofit because you were an entrepreneur. So you you were for a for-profit entrepreneur, correct? Before? No,
3: I was a nonprofit, a, oh, non-profit, a non-profit entrepreneur. entrepreneur gotcha. and, and so it it ended up that the work that, we, that I had been doing in, in leading teams ended up becoming another nonprofit.
1: Ah, I see. Okay. <laughs>
3: It didn't start out that way. And
1: were your nonprofits prior always about recovery and about? Um, no,
3: actually, I was. I had started a uh, conservation consultants in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which was oh. really dealing with environmental and energy conservation interesting. issues. Interesting. Very yeah.
1: interesting. How did you um, did you did you how did you, how did you support yourself during those years? Because you were in the nonprofit world, were you? You... Well,
3: I call myself, um, a volunteer professional mm. because I, fortunately I didn't need the income, nice. but I have, you know, I have earned money teaching classes and things like that.
1: Perfect. Gotcha. Um, so along the way, Terry, as an entrepreneur, all entrepreneurs face challenges. Um, what kind of obstacles or challenges did you face in your, in your building of your nonprofit?
3: Oh well, that's a that's that could take another hour. To <laughs> I'm talk sure. About I'm that. sure.
1: Give <laughs> one example if you can.
3: Well, I think first of all, you have a board of directors, and uh, sometimes boards of directors will allow the organization to function on on one person, on a, an executive director. Um, sometimes the executive, so there's a relationship there between the board and the executive director. Right. Keeping board members is one one issue that's important, uh, making sure that you're financially solvent, uh, that you raise, continue to raise money for the work you're doing because many nonprofits are doing kinds of things that I'm doing. And, uh, that doesn't really, it's not like having a product that you sell, you're selling a service
1: really. Well, I can speak, I've been on a number of boards of nonprofits and almost always my role is to help raise money. So I, you know, I understand that. And and nonprofits rely on their on their boards for that.
3: So I think sustainability of staff and board members is really one of the key issues that that uh, that I've come across that my experience has been.
1: That's a great place for us to take a break. We're just about halfway there, believe it or not, already. Uh-huh. So we'll have a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with Dr. Terry Webb and Chris Parsons.
0: Trust Terry is renowned author Dr. Terry Webb's latest project of straight answers to questions about mental health and substance misuse issues. Reach out to her confidentially to find contacts and resources in mental health and substance misuse. Her years of training and experience around the world make her uniquely qualified to support those affected by this national epidemic. Simply call and leave a message for Trust Terry, 717-464-0962, or email Webb at gmail.com about your concerns and where to find help. Trust Terry for hope and help. Dr. Webb is also available for podcasts, speaking engagements, book signings, and panel discussions about pertinent mental health and addiction issues.
1: Okay, we are back on Founders Forum with Dr. Terry Ter- Mary Teresa, <laughs> just but call her Trust Terry, Webb. Uh, before we go on, I just want to give a reminder. Anyone that wants to find out, well, it says on her business card I mentioned before, for hope and help, see her website, Terry, T-E-R-R-Y, at MaryTeresaWebb.com.
3: That's my email address.
1: Right. Okay. Oh, oh, the website, I'm so sorry, is MaryTeresaWebb.com. And you can also use her email address. I'm
3: also I'm sure. on, on LinkedIn and also Facebook and Twitter. She's and on she, all social media.
1: And basically. it's called Savvy. She's, trusting trusting she's social media savvy. She is social media savvy. I got that. I, I need
2: to take some lessons from Terry. <laughs> I do need
1: to mention to you, my mother-in-law just passed a few months ago. She was almost 101, and her name oh, was Mary Teresa. Oh, wow. I it was didn't called know that. Mary, but uh, so uh, Mary T., Bernardini was her name. No, Mary T.,
3: Yes, I've called all those names.
1: (laughs) Yes, so, so that's something we haven't. But now we're
3: just going to call her Trust
1: Terry. Trust Terry. (laughs) That's what we're. That's uh, the branding person speaks up. There she is. So, okay. So Terry, let's talk about your future vision. I'd like to hear your ten-year vision, if you don't mind. So we just talked about my hundred-year-old mother-in-law. law
3: And so. I'm Ten. not even sure I want to live that long. Oh, okay. I didn't even want to live to be ninety, <laughs> but here true. I am. She
1: said the same thing. That's funny, but yeah. maybe that's the secret to long life: not wanting to live that long. Yeah. Who knows? Well, anyway, let's talk about your future vision for tomorrow, or the next day, or a year from now, or three years from now. Whatever you choose.
3: Um, well, my future vision is is just to take each day as it comes, and uh, try to make a difference in that. With that day, and and I had it's interesting. You talked about legacy. I had a goal. Had a news newsletter that was called Legacy. Oh, nice. And uh, when I die, I'm going to have a legacy trust fund. So the legacy is the legacy is in the books that I've written and the work that I've done overseas and.
1: You're, the- you're reading my mind. You're answering all my questions before I ask them. That's great. <laughs> well, so-
2: Dr. Webb, if I if I can just chime in for a second and talk about legacy. You know, I just want to point out I have such a personal connection to your entire work and your mission. Um, you know, I've talked about this for the last 30 years as well. But, um, you know, I myself have been the recipient of getting help. I was, there was a family intervention. I went into an inpatient rehab for 30 days for a you know, undiagnosed eating disorder for many decades. And it was something that's very difficult to talk about, because it falls under the addiction category, but it's not a substance that we can live without, right? So I think that um, I've been a peer counselor, I talk about this quite a bit, it's a big, big part of my life. And I just want to acknowledge that the steps that you're taking and the f- platforms that you've had and and really bringing it on a global basis and what you're doing today to give people a place to talk about, to ask for help is so important. And the last thing I'll say on this, and you touched on it, I have been touting this horn for many, many years now that it makes me so sad inside to know that had I not had the opportunity to go away in 1990 fully covered under insurance, By today's standards, my quote-unquote level of unwellness would not qualify, and I was this close to to not wanting to, to go on in life. So I don't know what we can do to get insurance companies to understand the ramifications and the impact of all kinds of addiction and the impact on families and legacies and next generations because we need the help, and we need to be able to have insurance take it seriously and I know it changed the entire trajectory of my life. So I appreciate your platform, and um, I am excited and willing to, to step in and help in any way I can because it's an important topic.
3: Well, Angie, that, I'm so glad you said that because um, I also am concerned about addiction. Is not just substances; it's also a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be addicted to exercise. You can be, uh, and I have uh, I have a lot of experience with with family members with, uh, eating disorders and addiction issues, addiction issues. Uh, and that's why, you know, you can't ever help your own family, but you can help other people. And, and, uh, I'm so glad you get recovery for that because I've had a lot of experience working with people with eating disorders too.
1: Terry clearly you've worked with, um, governments, um, you know, and uh, my, my question is, cause Ange mentioned, um, insurance companies, but it's also in the United States is the government as well, right, that could could help to make treatment available. Any thoughts on that? I don't want to get real political, but, um, you know.
3: Well, we don't realize what we have in this country. I know that insurance, when insurance took over this field, it was a big issue. But I've, I've worked in countries like Uganda where um, where the, the, the drug authority does not, you know, does not support prevention and does not perform you know, support treatment. So we don't realize how how lucky fortunate we are in these countries that we do have the resources, and that's what keeps motiva- motivating me to go to other countries, because um, and take teams to do trainings and to try to raise money to do that, because we don't realize how how fortunate we you know we are because there's a huge problem all around the world. It's not just the United States.
1: And I, and I would imagine that in the United States, you're probably active in. Ter- in terms of helping people make the connections to the resources yes. as well, right? and
3: that, and I do have a lot of a lot of physicians that I've worked with, pharmacists that I've worked with. Um, oh, I know that in Lancaster, I have a very close relationship with, uh, with the prevention people in our community, uh, working in schools, working with churches. There, you know, there's just a whole lot of, of resources that I have, and I might as well use that knowledge to help other people. In fact, I just had one person uh, in the community who was concerned about uh, a neighbor who uh, uh, dementia is a huge issue among the elderly and she wanted to know where to get help. Well, I was able to tell her where to get help. so that's that's I think the, the it's the link. It's the missing link I think now. Uh, and I'm glad you had a, um, a commercial on family issues because, it's the family issues. There's a lot of enabling that goes on with families. There's a lot of secrecy, as you as you pointed out, and, and we don't want to talk about it except to somebody I can trust. That's where I'm the trust Terry comes in.
1: It's pretty amazing. You're 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 in your, in your on your own, you're a powerful resource on your own, obviously, which is which is really amazing. So if we got a lesson today, it's to trust Terry. You know? <laughs> so I have this problem, Terry. I want to talk. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure we take up the rest of the time. With and we'll sing issues. about it, right? <laughs> we, I, I, oh yeah, talk about oh, your music. Yes. So, you want so, let's, a music connection. so let's talk about that. We have a music connection. So tell me um, about a little bit. I know you sing, and I was asking you before your favorite songs, and you had a couple you mentioned.
3: Oh well, it's. Uh, uh, Go where—one uh, my one of my favorite songs is, um, if I send you—if if God sends you, you go, okay? Mm. And that's what I did. Right. God sent me, and I went. Okay. And I still can't do the traveling that I used to do, but I can still help others
1: and, and you, make a difference. You also think that's a powerful message. Just all you have to say is the title of the song, and that's, that's powerful— um, but you also mentioned that you sing in a in a female version of a barbershop quartet, and what have you been singing there lately? What song has that been?
3: Oh well, we have all kinds of uh, kind of fun things to sing, but uh, you know, I we've sung the Star Spangled Banner at the local. Um, Ballpark. So there's uh, a pretty good song. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> we got to get, get you to the Phillies. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, that would be great. Yeah. We should work on well, that. Well,
2: they're, they're still in it. There's plenty of time left in this That's season. Right. Let's That's get right. Down, let's get you down there.
1: That would be something. Are you, are you, um, are the other people similarly mature in the group? or?
3: Yes. Well, we, you know, we take parts as a lot of barbershop yep. groups do.
1: Are they good? Yeah. The group good? Yeah. Let's work on that, Chris. Yeah, You're the sure. PR person. Uh, hey, I'll let's, see what I let's can do. Brainstorm that. I yeah. think that would be that would be really cool. And I want to go to that game. Yeah. Well, right. I think we're about out of time with Founders Forum today. Really appreciate you going here. I by the way, um Dr. Webb uh wins the Woman Miles Award for coming in from Lancaster to the radio station. Usually any further than that, we're doing the show on Zoom. So thanks so much for taking the trouble to be here today.
3: My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's
1: been been a great pleasure. And um, Chris, thanks for being here. Sure. And thank you all for listening to Founders Forum. And we look thank forward for to seeing you again next week. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ange. I said
2: thanks for your, for your inspiration as well.
1: You're welcome. I know you're talking to Terry. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your inspiration.
3: And, and your by market. the way, I, I did have similar back problems, and it's no fun. No. <laughs> Good day, everyone. Bye-bye.